Hi, it's Marlene from The Simple Seven. I'm in the Midwest with my family, helping to care for a loved one who has been experiencing a bit of cognitive decline, specifically with short-term memory. Today's podcast will be the first in a series to talk about it. Throughout this series, I will reference the work of Dr. Dale Bredesen, an internationally recognized expert in the mechanisms of neurodegenerative diseases, such as Alzheimer's disease and dementia. Last year, I did a podcast on his groundbreaking 2014 research, and now my family and I have been putting his Recode program into practice with our mother beginning in October 2019. Now, there are many facets of cognitive decline, as my family and I are discovering. Some things are obvious, while others aren't. And we're learning that you can't make any assumptions. You have to look very closely and pay attention to what's going on. For example, the first problem to address was my mother's hearing. She couldn't hear very well. And being elderly, she's 87, you'd assume that she had had some degree of hearing loss. But I noticed that sometimes when she couldn't hear what was said, she wouldn't ask for it to be repeated. Perhaps she was embarrassed. And in those cases, it wasn't that she couldn't remember what was said, it's that she hadn't heard what was said in order to remember it. My family and I had discussed with her about getting a hearing aid, but she didn't want one. My sister remembered that a year earlier at a health fair, my mother's ears were checked and she had a lot of earwax. Could this be the reason for her poor hearing? You wouldn't think so, but it was worth investigating. So we started off by using earwax removal drops at home, and it started to work. One of her ears opened up immediately. At first, she didn't want us to flush her ears with a syringe to flush out loosened wax, so we just kept giving her the drops. But then her hearing took a turn for the worse. We suspected that enough earwax had loosened and plugged both her ears. It got to the point where we had to really raise our voices when we were talking to her so she could hear us and it was stressing everyone out. Finally, she agreed to go to the doctors to have her ears flushed. Well, the difference was like night and day. Not only did her hearing clear up immediately, and note, my mother is in very good health. Last year, I also did a podcast on her state of good health. Thankfully, she doesn't have any major illnesses, and she isn't taking any medications, So I really wasn't surprised that she hadn't had any significant hair loss. So not only did her hearing clear up immediately, but her stress level dropped from about 10, meaning very stressful, to zero. In an instant, she was calm. You see, not being able to hear was stressing her out. And as Dr. Bredesen points out in his book, The End of Alzheimer's, the brain has a protective mechanism. He cites the source of cognitive decline as rooted in the breakdown of the brain's protective mechanism, of which stress can be a factor. So the stress of not being able to hear was contributing to the breakdown of my mother's brain's protective mechanism, which in turn was affecting her short-term memory. Once the stress was eliminated, when she could hear well again, her stress level dropped. And slowly, little by little, her short-term memory began to improve. By the way, my mother hasn't been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease or dementia, but her doctor has diagnosed some minor short-term memory problems. Dr. Bredesen believes and has presented case studies in which cognitive decline has been halted and even reversed, mostly in early mid-stage conditions, 
which is what we're working on with my mother. Now, this point about hearing impairment being tied to cognitive decline is also substantiated in an article published in the New York Times entitled, For Better Brain Health, Preserve Your Hearing, reporting that, quote, hearing loss is now known to be the largest modifiable risk factor, modifiable meaning that something can be changed and done about it, for developing dementia. I would like to add that that's with what we know today, because as I've written about in the Simple 7 book, health information is constantly changing. The New York Times cites an international analysis published in The Lancet in 2017. The Lancet is a weekly, peer-reviewed, general medical journal. It is among the world's oldest, most prestigious, and best-known general medical journals. The New York Times article goes on to say, the harder it is for the brain to process sound, the more it has to work to understand what it hears, depleting its ability to perform other cognitive tasks. Memory is adversely affected as well. Information that is not heard clearly impairs the brain's ability to remember it. So both Dr. Bredesen and The Lancet are saying the same thing, with Dr. Bredesen providing an explanation for how and why this happens. So in summary, poor hearing is one factor that can contribute to cognitive decline, whether due to hearing loss or accumulated earwax. And by the way, the latter is not the result of poor hygiene. We are advised not to insert Q-tips into the ear canal to remove wax, which is the advice that my mother had been following. Nevertheless, there are other ways to remove earwax, and it is an important health measure. That's all for today. If you have enjoyed today's podcast, don't forget to subscribe. And if you have found the information to be valuable, please consider leaving a review. Doing so will boost the podcast rank, which will help others to benefit from the information. Thanks for joining me today. This is Marlene from The Simple 7. Have a beautiful day.